It's a sea of orange at Minute Maid. This, this place is bonkers right now. Is October baseball. Bregman says he treats practice like a game, so game feels like practice. And he hammers this one. Left field, it's got a chance, it's gone! George drills this one deep to left center field and sends back Brantley on the warning track looking up. See you later! Altuve drills this one deep to left field. Going back on it, Brantley looking up and that's gone! And the Landry's Crawford boxes. Back-to-back jacks. First Springer, now Altuve. Here comes the 3-2 from Verlander. Strike three! Swung right through it on a fastball. Verlander walks off to a standing ovation. Here's the pitch. Swings and misses. That's a dozen. Strikeouts for Cole. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on a curveball. Playable for Marisnik. Ambling to his left, waiting for it to come down. Makes the grab, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros go up two games to none in this best of five ALDS. Turn up your radio, Houston. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Boy, we anticipated a well-pitched ball game, and we got it especially from Garrett Cole, seven innings, just three hits, one run, no walks and 12 strikeouts. One of two pitchers all time to have a dozen strikeouts in the playoffs and no walks. The other, Tom Seaver, 1973. I've heard of him. I've heard of Tom Seaver. Let's go down now to the Astros dugout where we're joined by Tyler White. A couple of walks, a, a base hit, and and a one for two day for Tyler. You know, you and I were we were just talking to you, me, and Steve about the, the noise today. You think it, w- it was louder today than it, than it was for game one? Yeah, it was definitely. There were some big moments today. Uh, everyone knew it was a big game. And, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, the fans came out. And, I mean, they're always awesome. But today was it got a little louder than normal. Tyler, one of your calling cards is getting on base now six times already in the first two games of this series. Seeing the ball well, aren't you? Yeah, just trying to uh, get pitches to hit. Uh, uh, a little more aggressive, I think, the adrenaline and stuff. But, uh, yeah, just trying to get pitches to hit, uh, see pitches in the middle of the zone, and put good swings when it's there. Yeah, your first postseason experience, Tyler, you are on the Division Series roster last year but uh, wound up not getting into a game. Does it – I don't know if easier is the right word, but does the, the heartbeat slow down a little bit more with each of these postseason at-bats as you, as you get a little bit more experience in this atmosphere? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous yesterday in the first A-B, and uh, mm-hmm. I got hit by a pitch, and I think that calmed me down a little bit and, uh, from <laughs> – from there, it just uh, just go out there and play the game and be be yourself. Don't try to do too much. Just have a good approach. And uh, I mean, every run matters here. So getting base runners on and uh, and just uh, doing doing what you can to help the team win is what what you need. Tyler, it's tough to describe the firepower you have out of your starting pitching performances with Verlander and now Cole today. Cole, 12 strikeouts, no walks. He's just filthy, isn't he? Oh, he's unbelievable. They both are. I mean, uh, our pitching staff's unbelievable, has been all year, and it's, uh, it's, it's fun to watch those guys go out and work every day. Hey, Tyler, thanks for joining us. Congrats on the win. Uh-huh. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll get started with AJ. I don't know how much you've gotten to talk to him or see him since you guys got here, but how is Jose this morning after banging his knee last I ha- night? You know what? I haven't had a chance to talk to him, um, but no news is usually good news where, I, where I'm sitting, so... Um, I think we're all happy that it's a day off. I mean, it's, it's probably a good time for us, but I'm not expecting any problems. Right. What's been your assessment of Correa, the bats through two games, and even when he's not contributing like you want him to, um, what are the other ways that, you know, he's impacting that, you know, mm-hmm. you want him, you know, still in there trying to work through his offense while he's helping you in other ways? You know that play he made late in the game where he's back on his heels on the line, throws a bullet across the field to get the leadoff batter out? That's just as important as any of that. I mean, I know, it, I know we put so much pressure on this guy, and 
there's so much attention on what he's doing or not doing. Um, he's a winning player and can help us win. So I think um, his swing has been good. And, you know, his results haven't, haven't been there, but um, there's no chance that I'm going to lose faith in that, that, that in a bat where he comes up that he, that he can't do something positive. He can do something every single day. And then the defense has been, has been excellent. His presence matters on our team. Um, I hope the ball's hit to him every single time. You know, he, he can do things that, doesn't, that don't, doesn't end up in a box score, whether it's, you know, throw from his heels and a bullet if we ever need a relay throw. Um, the shortstop matters in, in our defensive alignment. So, um, yeah, we'd like to see him swing the bat a little bit better. We'd like to see him get hot. Um, you know, right now he can be a complimentary player as, in terms of, of, some of this, the way that some of the other guys are doing, and his time will come. But um, I'm pretty pumped he's in the lineup. AJ, at one point in the year, Keuchel set three and eight with an ERA that probably wasn't to his liking. What, did, what have you yeah. seen from him that he was able to turn it around? Stromy said he incorporated <clears throat> some four seamers a little bit more through the changeup a little bit more. What, did, what have you seen from him just in total to turn his season around? Yeah, you know, he he got to back to being himself. You know, he's he's really good at knowing who he is, what he does best, uh, attacking a game plan, um, improvising as the game goes along. Um, he gets the ball on the ground. He gets soft contact. He, um, he, he just he got ultra focused on just getting back to his strengths and being himself. And then, yeah, there's a little bit more four seam in there. There's a little bit more change up. Um, he got away from too many predictable, you know, cutters and sliders. But um, he'll do whatever whatever he needs to do to get his outs. And I think, you know, as much as he wanted to fix it at whatever that was three and eight, whatever it was. It took him a long time to, 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 to correct that, but he did all the work. He did all the study. He did the, he takes, you know, meticulous care of his body. He, he, he prepared himself on a start-by-start -start basis rather than try to carry a bunch of baggage from the first part of the season into the, into the rest of the season. So um, I'm glad we're giving him the ball tomorrow night. I think he's, um, you know, he matches up pretty well. He's always pitched well in this ballpark. And, and you know, he's... He's Dallas Keuchel, and that comes with a, um, a lot of weapons. AJ, you, you won 57 games on the road. You know, playing on the road, never not much of an issue. What, why is this team so comfortable playing on the road, you think? Because we're good. I mean, I, not to be cocky about it, but we're, we're a good team. And we, we play well at home, too. I think we, we, we had a couple road trips where we, um, we were pretty hot. I mean, we had an undefeated road trip. We, so we, we, we bunched the wins together quite a bit. Um, I think where, when we played certain teams in certain times, I mean, I think it's just part of how baseball is, but I don't care, we don't care where we play. We'll pick a building anywhere in the country. I'll bring this team and, and feel good about it. Um, wearing the gray pants is good. You know, we like, the, we like hitting first. I, I, don't, I don't have an answer as to why, but I, I'll take this team anywhere. Mark, then. Uh, AJ over in their locker, they, they're saying that you guys have played perfect baseball. They have not, and that they believe that the only way they can get back in this thing, they got to be perfect too. When you hear that, how does that hit you? I don't mean I don't, it doesn't really hit me. I mean I think I think we've played well. I don't know about perfect. I'm a manager, so I never see things perfect, you know. But I think our guys have played well. I mean we've um, and again, what comes first, whether it's us or them, or how how we put pressure on them. We've played with the lead. I guess one of the two games, um, we've been explosive. We've pitched extremely well. Um, everybody that we've called upon in the bullpen have done their job. So. I don't know that that's perfect. I just know that's good. And, and we've played enough to win. We've played well enough to win the games. 
Um, what they have to do to combat that is, again, it's out of our control. It's nothing that I'm going to really think about. I'm going to roll the lineup out there. Uh, we got a good, another good starting pitcher that's different from the, the two that they faced in the first two games, and, and we're going to try to win a game. Kyle? Thanks. <clears throat> AJ, you talked yesterday about mm -hmm. Lance's ability to adjust to the bullpen in a way that not Lance? everyone can. Yeah. yeah. So what are the biggest challenges of that just generally, and why do you think he can do it? Well, generally, the, the biggest change for, for a pitcher is just changes his routine. Um, it's not easy for guys don't get to have a normal warm up. They don't get to play long toss. They don't get the whole day to be about them and their preparation, the work with the trainers, the, the strength coaches, everything from their preparation standpoint changes. Uh, not everybody can adjust their program uh, and be good. And especially at a moment's notice, you know, you can try to map out how the game's going to play out. And I can tell Lance, hey, you might get the sixth or you might get the seventh, you might get the eighth. Uh, but it happens fast. And I think someone's ability to get up and, and get into their um, into their routine faster is usually adjusts a little bit better. So he's been able to do that for whatever reason. We've seen it a couple seasons in a row. Um, you know, maybe it's taught him a little bit of what he needs to get himself ready. I think he's incorporating. Both he and McHugh have told me, moving to the bullpen at different different um, different times, they've they've learned a little bit of how to get ready for a game. And and Lance, you know, has a routine he believes in. He has a, a system to get himself ready and. And he's answered the, the, the call. You know, it, it seems like his stuff is there, regardless of whether I give him five minutes notice or, or five days notice. He's ready to pitch. Hey. AJ, you alluded to Clevenger's being different from their, their first two starters. What challenges does he present you guys? To yeah, well, I was talking about Dallas. For, I was talking about when I was oh, saying sorry. he's different. But you're right about that, too. Um, he's, he's a little bit different. You know, um, both Kluber and Carrasco, you know, really rely heavily on on some secondary pitches. And Clevenger does too with the big breaking ball, but he's also got that high four-seam fastball that he uses a little more up in the zone than um, than, than the first two guys that we faced. And, um, you know, I know every game has a sense of urgency. I know tomorrow will have even more sense of urgency for him. So how he he mixes his pitches, we faced him, what, twice this year? Um, you know, had a little bit of success against him, um, more so, I guess, in the second game, I think, than the first game. but. Um, He's, he just he has a different style and you know he he handles left-handed hitters a little differently than right-handed hitters and and you know he pitches with a ton of energy and a ton of emotion as opposed to a maybe a little more stoic first couple starters for them but um, I expect him to be at his best I think he'll I think he's he's a tough matchup it's the reason he's he's sort of under the radar because they've got a you know a couple of big boys at the at the front end but he's he's equally as challenging. Chandler. Given that you've really only relied on Osuna and Presley for a large amount in the first teams, are you set up about as well bullpen-wise as you think you could have been going into this off day? Yeah. No, I mean, we, we'll have everybody available tomorrow. I'll need to check with, with both Press and Osuna by tomorrow. But, again, it's October. It's the playoffs. It's all hands on deck from virtually every game. Um, you know, I'd like to get some other guys some action, but that, that, that means we need to have a – uh, some different circumstance, or Dallas can throw the whole game. I mean, I, I don't think you, I can go in um, set up with any preconceived notions. We're trying to get 27 outs, how we use them, who we use, the matchups we use, the game will dictate more so than me pre-planning it. But um, we've, we've not used some pretty good relievers. We've got some, some options in some areas that now we have some new looks, or maybe we go back to press and Osuna and, and close out a win. That, that's fine, too. Happy Sunday. Okay, we'll get started with Dallas.
Start with Mark up front. Good afternoon, guys. Hello. Dallas, <laughs> what, what do you think about being in this situation where you're starting in an elimination game where you can uh, be celebrating at the end of the game if everything goes well? I think it's very cool. But we got a we got a lot of work to do still, with, especially with this uh, this talented group over here with the Indians, and um, you know we're just taking it day by day, pretty much. And and uh, we've been fortunate to get to get a couple big hits, uh, two two really good pitching performances from our guys, and I'm just going to try to continue to to do what what our starters and our our bullpen have have done the first two games, and just come out and. Um, Attack the zone and and uh, put them on the defensive side. Allison, oh, Dallas, you've been here for the whole run through the Astros rebuilding and then getting to where they've been in the last couple of years and just heading into free agency. Just how are you kind of looking at this start? Does it mean anything to you to be able to maybe pitch them to the to the next level? And uh, is this more meaningful to you heading into free agency? This season has been more meaningful, I think, just because it could potentially be my last. And I've never taken for granted anything um, to this point with the Astros or, or my own career. And uh, you, you start to cherish the little things when potentially it could be uh, you could be in a different spot next year. But this team, this team has made it easier to, to come to the ballpark every day and, and just enjoy it. So. Um, I have enjoyed it, and, and whether or not this is my, you know, last run with the Astros, um, it, it, like I said, it's easy to come to the ballpark with this group, um, and uh, you know, I've, I've cherished it enough that I know uh, know how to go about my business and and uh, do things the right way. Dallas, Dallas, kind of piggybacking off of that, how difficult is it to maybe compartmentalize, you know, what lies ahead with you know, keeping your day-to-day -day sort of routine intact? I mean, it, it, as a human being, you kind of think about it a little bit, but but when you break it down, um, I mean, we got we got 25 guys in there who are, you know, going to battle every day and trying to win another championship. So <clears throat> when you really think about it, it's it's just, Showing up to the park and enjoying yourself, and and uh, and making sure that you're doing everything you can to to help those other guys out. Uh, I've been on the other side where we're packing up our stuff on September 31st and watching every watching the other eight teams go go at it, and um, I'm just trying to enjoy myself as much as possible because I know uh, I know how short this ride can be, but how long it it also could be as well. Um, we all know Correa struggled last week and so far the first two games. Uh, but what what kind of impact as a pitcher, this seeing him back there and what he can do defensively and the ways that he can impact the game? You think that makes him important to you know to have him out there for you? Well, you almost take for granted how strong of an arm he's got, and the last couple of years with how many talented shortstops there's been, you you. You take that for granted, and and uh, since he's been back, his bat ha hasn't been there. But other guys have picked up where where he kind of left off. And but defensive side, he's he's as good as anybody. 
I think Lindor gets a lot of attention just because of the flash and and him being out there more, and and rightfully so. He's he's a wizard on in the field, but Correa is right there with him, and um, you know I've I've enjoyed him behind me when when uh, when I've pitched just because I get so many ground balls and a lot of them are trajected towards shortstop and third base. So I've I've really enjoyed watching him grow. Um, I can honestly say he's he's one of the hardest workers, especially since he's he's missed some time the last couple of years. He he really has worked hard on on getting himself prepared every day mentally and physically to, to get out there. So I know when he's hurt, he's he's really hurt, but um, just having him back there means a lot to our team and then potentially a lot of danger to the other team. Mark, then Shannon. Dallas, when uh, they, they have said uh, after game two and in, in the locker room a little while ago that the Astros have played perfect baseball. And if they're going to get back in this, they have to be perfect. They haven't been. When you hear that, what, what do you think about that? That the Indians haven't been perfect or we haven't been perfect? No, you have been perfect. They feel like they're going to have to match you. You know, they, in other words, they've, I'm not going to use the word desperate, but they feel like they've got to play a hell of a lot better to get where you guys are. What do you think about that? Well, I don't think we've played perfect ball. I think we've just played a little bit better than they have with the, with the timely hits. I mean, you really break it down, their, their pitching's been pretty good, and that's, that's kind of their DNA. But we have a, a pretty good staff in our own, so... We knew coming into the series it was going to be maybe a, a one or two, two swings that were going to change the game, um, and then who was who was going to outpitch the other team. And and so far we've we've had the advantage, but not by a not by a wide margin. And um, it's just if we can we can take advantage of of a mistake here or there on Monday, um, or I can make a pitch or two, two on Monday, and uh, I guess tomorrow I should say, and. Uh, you know, I think the the better team is is uh, is going to come out tomorrow, but they play well at home. They they really do, and and I know this place is going to be packed and rocking. And and but the, on the flip side, we we also I think we had the best record on the road in the big leagues this year. Um, is that correct? I think yeah. Um, so we we feel very comfortable on the road, but um, you know it, it was nice to get two wins at home and then be able to come out here and and, uh, and try to, to finish the deal off in, in Cleveland. Yeah. Dallas, when you were three and eight, I think you told us that you know what three and eight feels like and you know how you were feeling was not what three and eight was. What did, what did you alter pitch selection wise or just kind of how you went about your business, start getting the results maybe that you wanted to, to get after that point? Uh, man, that's a good question. Uh, I just, I mean, I, I continued to to come to the park and work, and and I mean, there's as a starting pitcher, you you, you have to have a, a ton of luck involved with the win and loss record. Um, you can do your part and still get a lot of no decisions or a lot of losses if if you're matched up with other guys. I think I think a lot of my problem was I looked into the matchups too much early in the year. I was uh, I faced Severino a few times. I, I faced Kluber. And and that's not what I usually do at all. I'm not pitching against those guys. I'm pitching against their their lineups. And uh, yeah, I focus too much on on the days ahead instead of the the day that I needed to to be present at. And I really kind of 
bared down and, and continue to just take it day by day and in between starts really work on what I wanted to do the next time out and and uh, was was able to make a, a few a few more quality pitches there for a five ten fifteen start stretch and um, you know I'm nowhere where I want to be but tomorrow hopefully come out and and uh, do what I'm capable of doing and and uh, maybe leading this team to a to a victory. Dallas uh, AJ he 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 said. Your success on the road is partly just baseball, the way the schedule played out. But what, what do you think you guys get more comfortable on the road this season? I don't know. I think we're just a we're a carefree group, and and you know when when we're on the road, you really got to rally around each other, just because of the tough environments we play in. The AL West was no joke this year, especially with with the A's playing so well, um, and. And like I said, there's there is a lot of tough environments that we've been through. So the the rally around each other, the brotherhood is it has to be there, and it's really genuine with us. So I think that has a lot to do with it. But we got a really we, we got a, a a good group of of talented individuals who who rise up on the road just because we're not supposed to play as well on the road as as we do at home. And I know statistically we played better on the road than we did at home, but the luxury to play at home first and get get a couple victories against a, a really really quality team in the Indians, um, I think is 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 going to let us play more comfortable ball still tomorrow as well. On the far out, Dallas, what impresses you most about Lance's ability to go from starting then to the bullpen and seemingly maintain how effective he is? Well, I think uh, the, I think that curveball plays in any environment. So, uh, I mean, his his ability to to spin that breaking ball, whether he's starting or relieving, I think he can just wake up and and spin it. So, um, you know, if I had that breaking ball, I I would be a lot more confident uh, waking up in the morning too. But, but he's he's just he's just that guy. He's um, he's still like he's he just turned twenty five, but I mean, he's still really young. And just his makeup, you know, coming from a, a big league family, his dad pitching the big leagues, I think he knows what it takes to to really mentally get ready. And uh, he's got a lot of confidence, and rightfully so. I mean, he's, his stuff is electric. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he's been groomed by me, so I've, you know, he, he's a lot better off now than he was before. But now, he's just a, he's just a, a talented individual, and, and uh he knows how to he knows how to pitch in certain situations and if you can spin a breaking ball behind the count and land it for strikes that just that just puts more doubt in the hitters minds at any, any point in time take one last one Dallas what have been your overall impressions of Martin Maldonado in your couple months as, as teammates and just what overall has he has he brought to to the pitching staff well he's a guy he's a guy who I played against in the minor leagues for for Year and a half or so, and and I was always, I was always enamored by his defensive ability. I mean, he nobody ran on him. You can see why he's got one of the strongest arms in the league, if not the strongest. And he really puts a clamp down on the on the running game. But his pitch calling, his his framing ability, the way he handles pitchers. I mean, right when he first came in, after we got him, he 
he went right to the starting staff and the bullpen guys and, and acted like he had been there for a couple of years. Um, I know he had watched a lot of video already. So that just makes you feel more comfortable as a pitcher. But just the dynamic he brings. Everybody knows scouting report coming in, hey, Maldonado's thrown out almost half or maybe more than half of, his, of the of the runners attempting to steal. So kind of just puts the clamp down on, on anybody trying to run. And I know they got a couple couple guys over there that can run. And uh, he just cares. But what a talented what a talented guy behind the plate. And, and uh, I mean, hit first postseason game, he hits his first postseason home run, which is really cool as well. I think that calmed him down and, and made him a lot more comfortable on, on our talented team. Let's start with George. First question. Correa has been struggling at the plate. But obviously, he still contributes to this team in a lot of different ways. Can can you kind of explain as someone who's out there, even though you're in the infield, what his presence is just being on the field and obviously, you know, being very good at what he does at shortstop? Yeah, um, you know, he's huge. He he he's a essential part of this team. You know, it 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 doesn't matter if he's he's hitting the ball well or not. You know, he he's he's always due. Um, you know, he, he's he's not the guy. That I think um, has been happening to him, but you know, to to have him out there means a lot to all you know to us because he's our shortstop. You know, he's our guy. Um, he's been a mainstay in our lineup for the three, four years. So you know, I I, I know um, this is a pretty result-oriented time of the year, but you know, to to have him in there um, it means a lot to us, and it's and it's probably not easy to game plan um, around him as a. a Opposing staff either. George, what's the feeling of the team being up 2-0, and you can you can, you can uh, eliminate them tomorrow? <laughs> it's always a good feeling, um, you know, to 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 defend our our home field against a very 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 good um, Cleveland team. You know, th- that's a great offensive lineup, a great staff, and and for us to to go in and you know score some runs and and you know hold them to. Just a few. What was obviously big, and and you know, obviously, um, for us, it's it's just go play the game and and kind of enjoy the day. Um, we understand the, the the position that we're in, so you know, to just go play and whatever happens, happens. Alex said yesterday, or after game two, you got to keep your foot on the gas. Um, obviously, you never take your foot off anyway, but is that something you have to remind yourself? Uh, how do you look at that? Yeah, you know, I mean, with with with, with the lineup that that, that that they have over there, um, the staff that, that they have, a lot can happen, and a lot can happen quick. So, you know, for us, it's it's about playing our game, staying within ourselves, and and just kind of controlling the things that our team um, knows how to control. You know, I I, I think we saw it before when when New York was down two, and they came back on us there, and you know, one all three in New York and all that stuff. So, you know, it's it's. It's never over t- till it is, but for us, it's 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 go up and play our game and and just stay in our dugout. George, after seeing Clevenger twice in the regular season, what makes him different than what you saw from Kluber and Carrasco in the first two games? Um, you know, he 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 moves the ball around well. Um, you know, he he attacks you with his fastball has has a little bit of a slower slider um, that I can throw you off a balance some, but you know, he he. He comes at you. Um, you know, he, he's he's obviously had a heck of a year. Um, it that you know doesn't matter if we've seen him once, twice, twenty times. You know, he, he's he's always hard to face. So it's it's uh, I 
I expect a good battle. Brian. As a guy who's close to Jake Marisnik, uh, what's his uh, psyche now that, that he's <laughs> on the field and playing as compared to last year when he had to just kind of be a spectator for the whole playoffs? Um, Jake is full throttle from the time he gets here till the time the game is over. You know, I, I, I think for any position player or, you know, guy that, that that's a very, very intricate part of this team um, who was hurt last year, um, you know, and now he's active and, and you know, he can play. He wants to contribute. So he, he is, he, I mean, jacked up to say the least is, is uh, kind of the best way to describe it. You know, he, he's, he's the outfield closer. You know, you, you, you bring him in and you pretty much just say, hey, man, you know, I, I, I got the line. Go, go get everything else because he, he is, he's ready to go. You know, he, he wants to catch everything. You know, he, he, he wants the big hit. So and I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's able to play this year and be, because he, he's, he's an elite defender. I mean, he can fly and, and uh, you know, he can hit the ball out of the ballpark. Have a question for the booth? Email your comments to radio at astros.com. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks fielding your baseball questions. Radio at astros.com.